earbuds in yet. That was a bad start. Ten seconds. Ten seconds in, and we're uh, <clears throat> happy Fourth of July, everybody. There's air conditioning's going. I'm going into the, into the garage, and I'm going to squeeze. Whoop! Buddy's with me. Buds, we're in the garage right now, and I'm the whole month of June. I had no wine, no beer, nothing to drink. So now it's the Fourth of July. So I am having. I had. 27 cans. I bought a 30 pack of Coors Light like in May, end of May. And uh, so 27 cans of Coors Lights are in my garage refrigerator. And now it's July 4th. So happy July 4th. And I decided, okay, I am going to have a beer. And um, so for those of you who don't know me real well, it's like one beer doesn't work. I'm like Lay's potato chips. So this is my sixth Coors Light. So I'm on my six pack, Joe six pack. And I'm going to walk Bud. So this, this could be, this could be a really entertaining walk or not. I don't know. So we're going to get our Coors Light going here. Let's see if this shows up on the podcast or not. Opening the can of Coors, mm. Coors Light. Coors has been around for a long time, but apparently the this was a, the Coors Light edition was established in 1978 when I was a mere 17 years old. So I've done a few dips in the pool. I'm wet and uh, drying up quickly. It's 104 degrees here. The sun has not quite set yet. This is an early addition because we've been spending the last couple hours by the pool. And misters are very nice. It's nice to have some misting. 1,000 PSI pump that squirts the water through little nozzles that, that produces little mist and keeps you quite comfortable when it's 104, 105, 106. Whoa. Yeah, that was a belch. So, yeah, this is the real thing. This is the real podcast. No preparation, of course. And uh, <laughs> my, my one listener actually lives in Colorado. And maybe hopefully she'll enjoy this podcast. And I think she has relatives in Texas visiting and their wedding anniversary is on Saturday which is my birthday I call it my ketchup birthday I'm going to be 57 so Heinz 57 that's my uh, ketchup birthday this year not quite like a silver or gold anniversary but yeah what the hell that's the way it is that's that's in my mind Heinz 57 hmm so I'm walking, bud, and fairly light out here. And it's, uh, you know, this is Arizona, so people are kind of like honkered down inside their houses with air conditioning machines blowing cold air into their houses. There really aren't that many people out on the street right now. So I can walk down the street in daylight with a Coors Light in my hand, and there's really not a problem with it. But uh, 
yeah, so June, a sober month. <laughs> June was sober month for me. And I'll probably reduce my intake because that's, that's been a pretty good thing. Anyway, so Bud got his hair cut. I didn't soak him up, but he's probably going to be warm. He's, he's really likes the burgers. We had uh, cheeseburgers and hamburgers. And he was begging like crazy for that. So we gave him a little beef. And he enjoyed that. So what else? I, I, uh, I like this Rob Bell guy. I recommend. He's, he's got a podcast. Pretty interesting guy. He's over in the UK right now doing his uh, Holy Shift tour. I'm not sure exactly what the shift is. It's Holy Shift. But he, he wrote a book in 2011, so that's already seven years ago, called Love Wins. And I, apparently it was real controversial, and people describe him as a heretic. But I, you know, so it was on sale for Kindle for a buck ninety-nine. So I thought, what the heck, I'll, I haven't read a book. I'm, I, uh, the last book I was kind of reading seriously was N.T. Wright, which just kept going on and on. N.T. Wright, holy cow, he's also from the UK. <laughs> but, but anyway, so there's N.T. Wright. Um, but Rob Bell wrote Love Wins. Love Wins is a pretty good book, actually. And I, I read it probably in about, I don't know, when did I get it? I, I think I re started reading it yesterday. So I, I kind of cruised through it. It probably wasn't super long, very readable book. I enjoyed it. Very good ideas in there, Rob. And the price is right, two bucks. Gotta love that. And I think he has like 1,500 reviews on Amazon, so that's pretty good. Robber. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I think I'm heading that way, this uh, concept that, um, that uh, we, we should be loving. I, I love the concept of love everyone always, right? And the many traditional organized religious groups believe or they like to believe that, you know, people are going to hell. And so love wins kind of challenges that thought concept. And I, I mean, I kind of see it too. And I mean, he documents it, writes about it. And I mean, how does it, it's this, this in and out group. It really is like almost a cult then because you've got, either you're in the group and, and, and satisfy whatever criteria there are, or you're out. And I, I just, this is, we're talking about God and creation, right? So aren't we all created by God and so forth? Hey, bud, where do you want to go? You want, should we go forward? Come on. Maybe Gavin and, and Grant are home. I think they are home. They might enjoy, you might enjoy seeing them, and they might enjoy seeing you. So, um... Yeah, walk in the bud, sermon on the asphalt, all kinds of good themes. Um, and Rob quite often says, raise a glass in his podcast. Raise a glass, well, raise the aluminum can. <laughs> raise the aluminum can, Rob. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll get in Rob's 
back house someday and meet his family or get over to LA. Who knows? Whatever. He, he I guess, apparently Rob has a dog, but he hasn't done a, he hasn't walked his dog and done a podcast yet. But I, I think, you know, maybe I'll inspire Rob to walk around LA with his dog and do a, do a Rob cast. So this is a Bud cast. Bud's is, you know, checking out the bushes. You want to pee on that one? No, he doesn't want to pee on that bush. No, not, not doing that one. So, uh, yeah. I, uh, I ordered on eBay a um, replacement board for my refrigerator, and it didn't solve the problem, so that's kind of a bummer. But these are really, you know, really sad problems. You know, the, the the refrigerator freezer door has a water dispenser and a ice dispenser, and uh, I, there's the, the actual new part would be three hundred bucks, and it's not guaranteed to solve the problem. See, I mean, it's, you'd think it would be right there, right? So, but there's other electronics involved. So there could be some other main board or whatever, which controls the whole refrigerator and freezer. And, but see, that board seems to be working fine because it does, the refrigerator's fine and the freezer's at a different temperature. So all that stuff's working. It's just the dispensing of the water and the ice. And uh, so I kind of thought that maybe the... The, the, when you stick a glass in this, the, you, you force it against a, a pad which has some electronics in it which tells the uh, water pump to go ahead and let the water flow through and just weird, weird stuff like that and the ice maker and dumps the ice out and uh, it's supposed to all work but it's not working and uh, so now I don't know whether I should I tried to go cheap with an eBay version, but the $300, that was like 35 bucks. didn't solve the problem. But I don't, even, I don't even know if the new part will do it. So anyways, we're getting good at taking the stainless steel cover. And, and so for some of you don't like to get your fingers dirty on like changing the oil in your car or dishwasher doors that I talk about, this is the refrigerator thing yeah you can hire somebody an expert and that's probably that's probably not a bad route but it's probably going to cost you three or four hundred dollars more than if you do it yourself so and you you don't get the joy of uh, realizing that you don't really know what you don't know (laughs) so so yeah so I got the door off which is a mystery right you look at the stainless steel door and there's all these screws around the edges so you got to get those out so we had to get a special tool to get a screwdriver into a tight area. So that was fun. And the Lowe's sells that for like 20 bucks. So, yeah, you buy special tools. It's all fun. So, love wins. What else? It's just, I think he's on to something because love and thinking of people is, and, and it's really a high view of God and love and obviously also personal which is my thing about the Spiritu Ambulato. And I read uh, Colossians chapter 1, which is, wow. And Philippians chapter 3 was a top 12 
Colossians 1 is going to be a top 12 for sure. Really good stuff. And um, it talks about the walk again. The spiritual walk. Spiritual ambulatio. So I know I'm look, kind of looking for that. I mean, it just, but it, I, actually I'm not looking for it. It just pops up. So that is the six sola, folks. Spiritu ambulato. And I discovered today by poking around on Google Translate, you can get pronunciation. So I think it's ambulatio, something like that. Ambulatio. So I'll practice that. Not after five beers is probably not a good time to be practicing that on a podcast, but there you go. So, bud, let's go this way, huh, bud? Yeah, they're interesting. There's probably a dog over there. Where are you going, bud? So, here we are. What are you doing? Ah, different route tonight, bud, huh? You want to pee on that bush? Yeah, there you go. Go ahead. No? All right. So, yeah, Colossians 1 is great walking in the spirit i think i got a um what was that word urbi there's there's going to be some uh combinations that i'll have to come up with but i think one was spiritual urbi which is like urban city i don't know but you know so it's fun with google and these tools and different things finding out where this greek goes so Greek walking, I think, was Petulia. It's kind of like, um, I'll have to figure that out later. But uh, yeah, so walking in the Greek language, and pneuma, P-N-E-U-M-A, like pneumatic, has to do with air, and that's the spirit. So yeah, fun with words. And we're walking here in Arizona. And uh, 4th of July, on a Wednesday, which is really kind of crappy. But uh, yeah, I did some, I went to the gym and did my exercising today. And uh, overhead press. It was a tough one for me. And when I was had this, the trainer showed me that we did, first we did a chest press and then a, an inclined row, and then we did the overhead press. So this time, and I knew that was a tough one for me. So what I did was I put that first today and uh, it worked out much better to do that exercise first, which makes sense, right? So I'm not the dumbest guy in the world, but so I wanted to push myself on that, so that was good. Still, still working on some knee knee stabilizer exercises to to uh, strengthen the muscles around my knee, so that I can run again. Because I love the long distance running is fun. And uh, so there you go, bud. You like that? You pooped in the grass here, at somebody's house. So I got my blue bag out and putting that away. Oh yeah, bud. That was good, huh? 
So, yeah, my six Coors Light. It's definitely having an impact on my ability to walk <laughs> and probably to talk. And, uh, but it, it's a 4% beer instead of an IPA, which might be 8%. So, yeah, so this is only like like having three beers instead of six. And, uh, yeah, I mean, one of my friends has a has an alcoholic drink in their podcast title. At least I don't do that, right? I'm not, you know, she must be a real alcoholic, man, enjoying her tequila. And uh, not only tequila, but it's tequila and sunshine. So she wouldn't survive very long in Arizona if she had to drink tequila whenever the sun was shining because she'd be drinking tequila all day long, 300 and some days a year. <laughs> And raising four kids, what the heck? She can't be drinking all that tequila. Anyway, yeah, what else? Well, I might as well give a shout out. What was I thinking about? A lawyer. She's married to a lawyer, and I'm I'm thinking her husband probably would verify this factoid or whatever. And it's not so much a factoid, but I ha- I have this theory that it must be. You, you can argue anything, so people have opinions. And that's what the whole legal profession is about, probably, right? Is like, there's two sides to everything. So that's why we have lawyers, because they, they, they can figure out what the other side of things is. So that's what makes kind of politics kind of sucky, because you can kind of argue both sides of the thing. And it's a, how do you get to the, the right answer? So someone's riding a bike nearby me. Oh, they pulled in. Good. I don't have to hide my beer. This is the beauty of the walking podcast. You get to experience the uh, for the for all you shut-ins who can't get outside. <laughs> this is the uh, outdoor version. Come on, bud. Let's go. Let's sniff around the grass. Let's let's get walking. I don't know. He kind of took a shortcut, so this could be a short walk, which would be probably good. But um, we'll see where we're going here. And uh, so, howdy! Fourth of July, light still light out. People riding their bikes. It's hot out here. 104. Most people are buried in their house with the air conditioning going. I said that already. And uh, Bud's doing his walking. And uh, the food was good. Uh, Burgers, of course, and baked beans. And uh, the German family loves their cucumber salad with garlic and uh, onions and sour cream so it's very spicy and quite nice mix with everything else so yeah I was able to sit outside and talk to my brother in Boston he's he's in Ipswich Ipswich and Ipswich 
was north of Boston on the coast, and for whatever reason, my wife's or my my brother's wife, they, their family goes back a hundred years or so, and they've got access to this island. It's, it's only like I don't know a mile at the most off the coast, and it's kind of a twisted path. It's kind of cool, but you can you can only get to it when the tide is up, right? So. They got this little motorboat thing, and there's like five or six homes on this little island. So the access is based on the tide. You can get out there. When the tide comes in, you can get your boat, get out there. And it's only in the summertime that they have access to it. So that's New England living. Very different than many parts of the United States of America. For example, in Arizona, we could give a shit about the tide, <laughs> and, and uh, many inland parts of the country are not affected by the tides. So I don't really have an appreciation for all the tide action, but I do know that that's a limiting thing. Tide comes in, tide goes out. When the tide goes out, you can't. You're stuck till the tide comes in again because you just won't be able to get through on your boat. And you don't want to walk through the marshy, muddy thing. You just don't want to do that. So that's Ipswich in Boston. And apparently the Mayflower, of all things, the Mayflower apparently came to Ipswich and decided, nah, it's not a good thing. And so they um, backed off and went down to, what was, where did they land at? The, um, they came into, shoot, where did the Mayflower climb? It was over on the Cape Cod, right? On that Plymouth Rock, there you go. So they kind of like came into Ipswich, but they said, nah, ain't gonna work tides and all that stuff so they ended up going down to uh, Plymouth Rock so that's apparently the story on Ippy Ippy Switchy and uh, interesting territory it's fun to visit it's not exactly uh, expected for Chicago people to end up in Boston but that's what my brother did hi you guys gonna do some fireworks Oh, he's adorable? Yeah. Can I touch him? Sure. He's like four years old, though. Aww. He just got his hair cut. That's why looks so good. Yeah. His name's Buddy. Hi, Buddy. And he's a, what we call a schnoodle. Schnoodle. Because he's a miniature schnauzer and poodle mix. Yeah. So when his hair grows longer, he's got a real big beard and his eyebrows. So yeah, I highly recommend the schnoodle. <laughs> schnoodle. Yeah. All right. The schnoods. So some kids are gonna fire up some fireworks. And uh, yeah, I got my uh, my beer kind of spilled in my pocket a little bit. <laughs> Not too much. I was already I'm already halfway done with this thing. Mm.
So I got a little beer in my pocket, my cargo pants, I guess they call them. We, we kind of wear cargo pants in Arizona like nine months out of the year. So Yeah, we're kind of casual. The heat, the heat. So Ipswich, yeah, you never thought you'd, you'd tune into the Arizona walks and hear about Boston and Berlin and Chicago, but that's that's the times, LA. You know, this is we're mobile. We're a mobile society. We're not tied down. We're on the road, experiencing stuff. But I, and and one of the things I would like to. T- to uh, get out is just like, I mean, we're all different. We all have our outlier gifts, whatever they happen to be. And God loves everybody and has like, I don't know, I just don't, the words are like purpose, destiny, those kind of things. I don't know. But I, I also know that they, I'm kind of processing through the um, judgmental stuff. Like, being concerned about what people think about you and it's like we can all get over that right we can we can just be who we are and our security and confidence can come from the creator of everything and we're just flawed people with our noetic effects of sin we're just we don't think right we don't have it all figured out but we can just love one another in the moments that we have so um, yeah Um, we're heading towards home now deep thoughts and our deep work it's Wednesday and uh, we got two more days in the week and because we're not German, we don't have Thursday and Friday off as a holiday. Just because we're goofed up American stuff. And uh, and uh, Germany, Otto von Bismarck. Interesting character. So... Lots of history over there. And it's not, I'm finding it's very twisted. It's not, it's not straightforward, but that's, why should we expect it to be? I mean, I think we all want to simplify things is what I'm noticing is like, we don't want to think too much. And we don't want to acknowledge the complexity of things. So we just want to assume things are simplistic. And, uh, put them in a box so we can control them. Like, well, this is Germany, so I'm gonna put it in a box and blah, blah, blah. But it's it's actually complex, same with France and the Pope in Roman Catholicism and the, the Holy Roman Empire and Napoleon and the English and the isolated Scotsman in Iona in that island that uh, Rob Bell interviewed, and he made it sound so idyllic to 
to be on this island, you know, get away from it, get away from it all in Iona, the island in Scotland in the 400s. They brought Christianity to Scotland and it wasn't corrupted by all the politics and government. Well, that sounds good and it's interesting to some extent, but millions of people were already corrupted now, pal. So as, as sweet sounding and interesting as it is, the reality, unfortunately, is that we're all fucked up, dude. And they ain't getting back in the Iona Abbey box. And perhaps he's not preaching or teaching that. But it ain't going to happen, so. And that's okay. We got corrupted. Corrupted organized religion, corrupted politics. It's the same old thing. Everybody does what's right in their own eyes. Shoot, I mean, I'm doing what's right in my own eyes. I'm doing a podcast, right? I'm just walking my dog in the heat of Arizona, using the uh, technology I have to spew my ideas. And what does it do? It probably mostly embarrasses the hell out of me. But um, I don't know. I don't care. It's out there. It's the uh, the gospel. I'm uh, spreading the gospel to the the ends of the globe and that uh, we're not on a flat earth anymore. It's a globe. And uh, Jesus didn't tell the disciples like, hey guys, in 1500 years from now, they'll finally figure out that the earth is not flat. So to prove that I'm God, I'm telling you, the earth is round. He didn't do that. That would, have been, that would have been different. That would have been a different story. So again, I'm, I kind of like the idea of like, what didn't happen, right? I mean, we all can analyze the hell out of what has happened and try to spin history as it was, but how about spinning history as it wasn't? <laughs> let's, let's spin history like what it could have been. I mean, Jesus could have, not ascended, which is one of my favorite things. And there's this 2000 year old dude walking around telling people, hey man, believe in God, right? But that wasn't part of the plan. It didn't make any sense for him not to ascend, so he did. And uh, overlooked, overlooked story, right? And uh, what else didn't happen? The, the earth is round. And the communications and the technology and the iPhone, iPhone, Android phone, Samsung, copying iPhone, whatever. So we got these phones in our pockets and uh, you have access to information. Some of it may be bullshit, like maybe this podcast, maybe you think it's bullshit, but uh, it, you know, the value I add to the world is humor, I hope. You know, if you're listening, have a chuckle. Get a kick out of it. Because this is real life, man. This is the reality of life that we 
It's the Jerry Maguire's book. It's the things we think but do not say. It's the ginkgos, man. This podcast is the ginkgos. It's like, hang your balls out there, man. That's where greatness comes from, man. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. So, I don't know. Tom Cruise has lucked into some really good roles. I don't know where, I don't know where he comes from on some of these things, but I really love the, uh, the night and day where he's some kind of like superhero, or not superhero, but he's like some secret agent. And uh, this character named June, who I think is Carmen Diaz. Hilarious beginning of the movie, how all this incredible action takes place. And uh, Tom Cruise is night. And uh, he basically says, you know, with me, your life expectancy is here. Without me, it's down here. With me, without me. So if you YouTube that, you can get an eight-second YouTube. Those eight seconds can add so much value to your life if you think about the Holy Spirit and God. With me, you're up here. Without me, you're down here. With me, without me. With me, without me. So think about the writer, the writer of that dialogue. And was it, was it Tom Cruise's skill as an actor that made those X eight seconds magical? Or was it the writer, the writer that came up with it and included the emphasis and the forcefulness of how that line should be delivered. Mm. Well, I just had my last swallow of my Coors Light. And to be honest, that beer was a bit warm already. But that's what happens when you walk around 104 degree temperatures in Arizona with a Coors Light for a half hour. The last couple ounces are uh, rather warm. So with me, without me, that is your assignment. That's your assignment to the um, to the podcast listeners. Go to YouTube, type that in, with me, without me, and that is what I believe the Holy Spirit is uh, asking us to consider. So, I think I'll name the episode With Me, Without Me. And I will do that now. Have a happy fourth. Do not shoot your eye out, as in the Christmas story, and do not blow your fingers off on the 4th of July. Amen, amen. Good night.